I'm Donna. And I'm Carrie. And we are Paranormal Chicks. Episode 204, y'all. In the main Facebook group, some people from Patreon surprised us. And that by that, we mean our friend Tiffany, Randy, Karen, and Creep Mom, and all the people who helped. They surprised us, and they made us do a Facebook Live on, like, the Sunday before we record this. So I guess it would be, by the time this comes out, two Sundays ago. Yeah. But anyway, we had no idea what we were doing. We just knew we had to show up and be on a live. <laughs> right. Well, they did like the coolest family feud trivia with us. And so they had come up with questions and asked the people on Discord, which to be on the Discord server, you have to be in Patreon. But anyway, asked the people, like did like the 100 people polled and this, yeah. these are the answers. And then Donna and I had to guess it. I won. She did by a landslide. I was doing so good at the beginning and then mm-hmm. it was just... <laughs> downhill from there and she moved by 100 points damn i didn't know it was that much yeah i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure you whipped my ass <laughs> it was so much fun facebook was hating us because it was like really delayed like the video and stuff but we had such a good time and thank y'all so freaking much for setting that up oh my gosh we felt so loved yeah it was in celebration of the 200th episode yes oh my gosh also there is a steal from the Facebook because again it was freezing on us but my face oh my gosh uh and Ashlyn took the screenshot and she put it in the comments I think or on discord y'all if you're on discord go find that fucking I think she put it on the main thing if not Ashlyn post that bitch because that Uh shit was (laughs) funny and please 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 post it and I need everyone to caption it with whatever you think. Oh my God, yes, please. That would make my day. God, there's so many things that you could go with. I said, Danny DeVito, I love him. (laughs) (laughs) The face I was making. Well, you know who is going to be able to be in on all those shenanigans on Discord? I won't steal your fanfare. Patreoners! Because again, you know, Discord for people on Patreon. Which, if you don't know what Discord is, it's like a chat thing. Oh, good. That's a good yeah, selling that's point. All, that's all I know, but it's just like a chat. And so there's a bunch of other listeners on there. Donna and I are on there that chime in. Yeah, we do game nights. We do all kinds of stuff. So the other people who are going to be able to be on that now is Cassie R. from Indiana. Cheyenne B. from Montana. Or if you love names like I do, it's Cheyenne B. from MT. Okay, Cheyenne, that needs to be your oh, screen name one. on Discord. Oh! oh! <laughs> Look at me bringing that full circle. Brittany D. from Florida. Brittany H. from New York. Okay. Tanya S. from Nebraska. Tammy R. from Arizona. Shannon S. from North Carolina. And Aaron J. from Texas. Okay, you got your Texas back. (laughs) Thank y'all so freaking much for joining Patreon. And if you want all the shit that you just heard us talk about for 25 minutes, head on over to patreon.com slash the APC podcast. Cannot believe that this is already Valentine's Day. Can you believe it's Valentine's Day? No, and I'm still single. You well, know I know. No one is surprised. I know. Okay, here's a question. We were talking about this at work the other day. Is Valentine's Day only for single women, or can anybody have a Galentine? I think anyone can have a Galentine, but like the parties and stuff, it's usually for single people, so they don't feel so left out. You still have your gals. Because... Chrissy at work was saying that I think she's got some friends that are getting together over the weekend of Valentine's Day. So like just like a bunch of girls having a Galentine's and then somebody was like, wait, isn't that just for single girls? And you know, it was just like a topic like, I think you could, anybody can. So anyway, I was just curious what you thought. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's usually on the day. So you're not alone on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I always think about on Sex and City, the movie, when Miranda and Carrie go to Valentine's dinner and there's like all these balloons yes. and stuff everywhere and, and that's when she reveals the big secret. Yeah. And the balloons got caught in her jacket and <laughs> yes. all. Yes. Me and Tiffany's went to Valentine's dinner before. It was at the casino, so we really didn't know that it was like, I mean, we knew it was Valentine's, but we were going, you know, just to not be alone. We were doing our own Galentine's. But uh, yeah, and then they had like a steak dinner, like for two and all of that. And we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay, this is supposed to be romantic and yeah. all. <laughs> they were talking about at work that we should all like make our little boxes and like give each other Valentine's. And I was yes. like, yes. Uh, okay, well, you just um, reignited my anxiety from childhood. Oh my gosh. I said, what if nobody gives me one? And they're like, you're going to get one. I was like, but what if I don't? What if nobody gives me one? And they're like, what is wrong with you? Right. I was like, it's like all my inner childhood anxiety just like 
came up. Did you ever have a time that you didn't get a Valentine's card in your box? No, because you had to give it to everybody. Exactly. I'm just saying it makes me anxious. <laughs> I love that. I love decorating my box. <laughs> but <laughs> she's currently bedazzled right now. <laughs> She's in. She's. She says she's single for Valentine's Day, but she's getting her box ready. <laughs> it is open for business. Okay. Speaking of your Galantine, Tiffany, she asked the weirdest question, and I immediately thought of Felix Gray. Tiffany works at a tax office doing, you know, tax things. <laughs> so you know, busiest time of her freaking year, and she spends a lot of her time looking at the computer. And this girl texts, and she said, "Weird question." She's like, when your eyes are tired and heavy, do your foreheads feel heavy too? <laughs> I was like, this bitch needs some Felix Gray. Yes. Ma'am, you using our promo code? Because you need to get you some Felix Gray. <laughs> because y'all look, here's the thing. I know you've heard us say it before because Felix Gray is fucking awesome. It blocks out 15 times more blue light than any other glasses on the market. And that's the part that makes your eyes so tired and sleepy. I was like, this bitch got to get some because her eyes are so fucking tired. Her forehead's tired. You know what? I bet she got her Tiffany brows, got them Mm -hmm. going up like she's surprised. Uh That's probably how she's reading. Maybe she needs to get the prescription Felix Gray because they do that too. They do do that too. I had to get them. I had to get them. Hey, how about I repeat everything I say? She's just my parrot over there. (laughs) Y'all, did y'all see how cute these glasses are? Have y'all been to the website? I got freaking amethyst ones. Could they be any cuter? They're fucking purple. I know, and I wanted them so bad, but they are for smaller heads. That's okay, because I got some made for the bigger headed people. You know, we have a lot of information that we have to carry around. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're just as cute. But see, that's what's so cool about these glasses is that it has the width on each one. So you know, like, okay, okay, this one's a little wider than this one. So it's going to fit my pea head and it's going to fit her bowling ball head. You're not wrong. Sometimes my head really does feel like a bowling ball and it's just heavy. Is it your forehead? Is it because you're not it's using blue light glasses? <laughs> not anymore. Now it's just my neck because it's like it, my head's that heavy from... From holding that bowling ball head up. Yes. Exactly. Well, if y'all want to check out these Felix Gray glasses that we keep talking about, head on over to felixgrayglasses.com slash creep. You're going to get free shipping, free returns, free exchanges, and the cutest freaking glasses you ever did see. <laughs> and you'll be able to see them better because you're not going to be tired. Or if you need prescription, mm-hmm. you just send that in and they're going to make these awesome glasses prescription. Yes, and it's super easy. And again, it's for readers, it's for non-prescription and prescription. And kids. And kids. I left them out this time. Um, you always do, I know. <laughs> so if you want to peruse those glasses, go over. And it's not too much because I get overwhelmed easily with all the choices. Yeah. It's chef's kiss, as Carrie always says. Yep. So head on over to Felix Gray. That's F-E-L-I-X. G-R-A-Y glasses.com slash creep. C-R-E-E-P. Um, how you did that last one, the G-R-A-Y, you sounded like Siri. How do you know that I'm not? You are a changeling. All right, y'all. Now, I know I've had multiple people request this story to be covered, but when I searched the email and Facebook suggestions... I couldn't find anyone other than your sister, Casey, and she texted me about it. So that's how I know she sent me something. So thank you to everyone who suggested it, but the search feature just failed me this time. Did you dirty? It did me real dirty. Well, I've covered Elmer McCurdy before, and, you know, he's the one. The funeral parlor used him basically as a sideshow feature. And then years later, and many changing of hands, People didn't know he was a real person, and so he was being used as a mannequin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this story is a little bit different, and I'll say it now because I know what you're going to say the whole time through this, but I'm going to start with the legend is, or as the legend goes, or allegedly, because, well, just listen. So, it's Cap. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching TikTok. Yes, you have. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it takes place in Chihuahua, Mexico. 
And Pasquala Esparza was the owner of a bridal shop called La Popular. She was super excited because her daughter was getting married. And of course, bridal gowns were her specialty. The dress selection was something that they could bond over. And they indeed did find the perfect gown for her daughter's special day. However, on her daughter's wedding day, she was bitten by a black widow spider. Cue Iggy Azalea's song. And unfortunately, her daughter passed away Aww. from the spider bite. Aww. It wasn't long after that, on March 27, 1930 to be exact, the bridal shop displayed a new mannequin. Uh-uh. Now, normally, this wouldn't raise eyebrows, except this mannequin had such human-like features and looked very similar to Pasquala's recently deceased daughter. Uh Uh-uh. The mannequin had rosy cheeks, glassy eyes, and her ashen skin and hands looked very lifelike. Uh Uh-uh. They even said her legs and hands had varicose veins, which, same girl, same. But the hands are the thing that really stick out to people because, like, the wrinkles on her hands, the knuckles, everything is so realistic. This mannequin was unlike all of the other ones in the store, too. It's not like this was the style they normally displayed, so why change now, right? People were creeped out, but also fascinated at the possibility that Pasquala embalmed her daughter and made her into a mannequin. They began calling the mannequin La Pasqualita, or some may know her as the Corpse Bride. Many customers began to complain about how eerie they felt in the shop and that La Pasqualita's eyes would follow their every movement around the store. Monica S. in the Facebook group, she said that her grandpa told her about this mannequin and that he felt her eyes follow him as well. Also, another thing about the mannequin, every gown she's in has a high neck, it seems. So... It's like, what are they hiding? Because not everyone else has to have a high neck all the time. And every other mannequin gets changed on the store floor, but not La Pasqualita. She gets changed twice a week, but it's behind curtains and only trusted clerks do it. It isn't just a job for anyone. Sonia was one of these clerks to change La Pasqualita And she's quoted on Ripley's.com as saying, Every time I go near Pasqualita, my hands break out in a sweat. Her hands are very realistic and she even has varicose veins on her legs. I believe she's a real person. Okay, so you may get to this, but where was she bitten by the spider? Is that why she wore a turtleneck? She got a spider bite on her neck? Uh, okay, ma'am, technical everything. Legend doesn't say anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good thought. You know, that is a good thought. Thank you. I needed the praise. (laughs) Okay, praise kink over here. (laughs) Well, people said that after Pasquala died in 1967, things started getting a little more creepy around the shop. Because the mannequin stayed in the shop, and people said that they saw the mannequin either sweat sometimes, what, cry, and even smile on occasion. Sweat? Mm-hmm. Employees would come into work the next day to find La Pasqualetta that she seemed to have moved or changed positions during the night. Now, this goes hand in hand with another part of the legend. And this one, you're going to be like, oh, Lord. But some say that it really was just a mannequin. But a French magician laid eyes on the storefront mannequin and decided he wanted her. So he would return to the window every night while he was visiting Chihuahua, Mexico, and he would bring her to life. And they would dance and explore the city together. But before morning, he would return her to the storefront. What the hell? So I feel like that's that whole thing that you watch that movie mannequin or whatever yeah you didn't watch it no i haven't watched it some say that pasquala had the mannequin made in likeness of her daughter to be able to dress her up as a bride for eternity since she never got to live out her wedding during her life and then she met the french magician and she got him to put her daughter's soul into the mannequin and 
I don't know, maybe the payment was that he could dance and stuff with her at night when he visited. I don't know. I don't know why, but I immediately went to Aladdin when he's like, I can't bring people back from the dead. <laughs> I don't like doing it. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Aladdin came in. Why is that my like? I don't know. I was on TikTok, you know, I mean, every day, all the time. But there was this uh, one, and I don't know how I got on this one, but it was like, imagine Aladdin as your wedding song. And it was yes, like, such a good one. Yeah, but it was like for the people to be like seated or like waiting on you to come through and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, I should send this to Carrie because seen it. like Aladdin is so important to you, apparently. Why though? Who knew? I don't know. This, what did I learn about doing a podcast with you that you love Aladdin and can quote it by heart? Like anything in life, I can relate back to Aladdin. You really can. Now, the rumors circulated so much that the police went to the shop to investigate. And what they found was just wax and plastic. But now I don't know how much they investigated. Because if you think about Elmer, because he had been dipped in wax and stuff, and people didn't know he was a real person under there until his arm was ripped off and exposed, like, the bone marrow and shit, you know? So I, I don't know. So I feel like the police wouldn't have done this, like extensive like yeah like, oh it's wax cool yeah like oh there's a waxy texture to it eh, seems, seems legit fa- yeah seems fake to me cool 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 I-, I don't know but here's the thing la pasqualita she has been in that storefront now for over 90 years my god and she's still looking good some say she did get a makeover at some point but i'm not sure but for a corpse to be kept in that good of condition it would have had to be done to perfection. Like they would have had to embalmed her like perfectly and at the right time. The environment must be perfect. You know, all the things. Like the perfect storm has to happen on the daily for that to have occurred. And this little bridal shop in Chihuahua, Mexico just doesn't seem to be the perfect environment to keep a corpse in pristine condition. Seems very hot and muggy. Right, which might be why she was sweating. True. And she in high neck dresses. Gotta cover up that spider bite. (laughs) Now, there is a man who has been kept in really good condition, but he's under a glass case. His name is Vladimir Lenin, and he was the founder of the Russian Communist Party. They did a quick embalming of him at first for a four-day funeral, but the people were still wanting to mourn after that, and it ended up going on for like 50-something days. Oh my God, how popular do you have to be? Right? So they decided to preserve his body for eternity. And thanks to the freezing temperatures in January when he died, he was pretty much well-preserved during his time to the public. After they made their decision, all of his internal organs were removed and he was injected with a secret chemical cocktail that they came up with to help him maintain his coloring. And I think he had a little bit of like dark spots starting to form. And so they whitened part of his skin to get him back to that pristine condition and it's been over 90 years and he is still on display looking every bit of the day he died however like I mentioned he's under a glass cover and he has a whole team whose sole purpose is to maintain his preservation so every 18 months he's re-injected with the top secret chemical compound and he's washed in embalming fluid and then placed back underneath the case. But like he legit looks like a wax figure because he looks so real. But you're like, he can't be real because he's 90 years old and he looks like he looks like one of those like realistic babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what he looks like. Why is this giving me um Death Becomes Her vibes? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I talk about him to say this wasn't happening at La Popular. You know, they For don't sure. have all this. They don't have the top secret mojo. Right. However, the differences are noticeable because La Pasqualita, she was never as immaculate as old Vladdy was. Her hands and such have gotten more decay looking as time passes, and they really do look like the hands of a dead person. Okay, that's her hands. Oh my God, that's a dead person's hands. (laughs) Right? That is no blood. That's a dead person's hands. 100. Yeah, it has that like 
purpley yellow tint to the fingers at the end. Yeah, that, that that's a dead person's hands. Like, I understand that people want realistic, but I've never seen a mannequin that has hands like these. Mm-mm. Like, look at the... No, I see. You uh, ain't got to keep showing me. <laughs> Her face looks very mannequin-esque. But those hands, those hands do not. But if I just saw her face, I would think she was a mannequin. But if I just saw her face, I don't know. Because she has more detail than most. Because she has like, you you didn't see a real close-up, I don't think. But she has little wrinkles right here. Yeah. Like crow's feet. And all I can think about is that it was a real person. It was her daughter. And obviously, like, the eyes can't really be preserved. So they took out the eyes and put in like fake eyes, like mannequin eyes. Yeah. You know, like the details that could not be preserved, they changed out for mannequin stuff, like her hair and all, but. Why I, couldn't her hair be done? Because isn't that one of the last things to decompose? Like I, it's like skeletons with hair. I don't know. I, I think mean, so. That might be your hair. I don't know. It just looks, I don't know. But like, I really and truly, I think like when you're buried, like it will be like a skeleton with hair. Cause it's oh. like one of the last things. Also, she has a, uh, like, really full eyelashes and stuff. I don't know. It's just very odd. Well, I saw on Reddit that a mortician said that they believe it's just a mannequin because the mouth, fingertips, and eye sockets all shrivel up really quickly after death because there's nothing keeping them moist and hydrated. And this mannequin doesn't look like that's happened to her. But then there's some of the other experts who've looked into La Pasqualita and they note that her hands seem to have discolored over time. The cuticles do seem like they're more dehydrated and shriveled than they used to be. And that wouldn't be the case if it was a regular mannequin. Their fingernails don't move. Right. Now, the current owner of the bridal shop, they still display La Pasqualita because it's a moneymaker. Oh, uh, for sure. But mom is the word when asked about the rumors. All he'll say is, is it true? I really couldn't say. And I mean, truthfully, he couldn't. It happened so long ago. And if she had been like re-dipped in wax and everything like Elmer was, you'd have to cut into her to figure that out. And he's making money off of the mystery. So why would he ruin that? Absolutely. There's some brides who don't look at any other dresses in La Popular, only what La Pasqualita is wearing. Because they believe wearing one of the dresses that she models will bring them good luck in life and in their marriage. Now, I'm not sure how they arrived on that, but you do you, boo. Oh, meanwhile, the owner of that store, he's not putting his little $300 David's Bridal dresses up there. He's putting the $10,000, like, Say designer. Yes to the dress. Exactly. <laughs> he said... Oh, you only want what she's wearing? Uh, let me put my finest. Uh-huh. There's even some people who believe her to be a saint and will ask her to help them to find the love of their life. You know, they'll light a candle and give offerings and stuff. What? I mean, if I was in uh, Chihuahua, Mexico, would I stop by and be like, yo, Pascualita, will you help a girl out? Maybe I would. But don't touch me with those hands. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. She probably could. <laughs> Well, and then there's some people who are also like me, because honestly, I would refuse to even walk by that store shop at night, scared to find out what I would see. Because I swear if I saw her moving those hands, if she straightened out one of those fingers, mm -mm, I would shit myself right there. Okay, here's a question. Would you rather hold an R word or watch her hands move? Watch her hands move. Anything you say or, and it's an R word, it's whatever else you said. I don't know. You kind of thought about it for a second. Well, because just thinking about those hands, those hands are creepy as fuck. I, I agree. And so if I saw it, like, ooh. Okay. Would you rather hold an R word or have to hold her hand? <laughs> That's the longest pause in the history of podcasting her hand looks like our words would live in them they probably do oh gold oh but i would oh i would hold her hand (laughs) i hold her hand oh my god i'm dying (laughs) i don't know why on tiktok people do this but sometimes they put those r words on the screen like they running around yes one time i fucking threw my phone (laughs) luckily it was in my bed and i just like threw it on my bed but i was like and then also, I was like, what the fuck, Donna? If it was on my phone, I just literally just yes. put it in my bed. But, oh, my God. I'm like, who does this? Why? 
Why do y'all do that? If y'all don't know what the R word is. I was just about to say, if you don't know what, if you're a new don't, listener don't. and you don't know what the R word, it's a roach. Oh, good. I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like them. And I don't like to say the names because I feel like they're Beetlejuice. And if you say them multiple times, they will appear. Well, that was my whole sinister sightings for the rest of my life. What do y'all think? Do you think it's just a mannequin or is La Pasqualita really the corpse bride? I'm definitely 50-50 because again those hands though yeah but it's the rest where i'm like but really and truly like how could she be and like survive that long you know right i saw somewhere i think probably reddit because i went down a reddit rabbit hole say that five times fast (laughs) i couldn't say it once someone had said what if it's her body but they put on a mannequin head yeah they couldn't like nothing else could survive yeah but everything else is like pretty much covered up besides those hands those hands, y'all. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. But I know grief can make people do extreme things. That's the truth. Extreme things. And so I don't know. What I do know is that they have made a lot of money off of this mystery. And no one has been like able to say definitely it's a mannequin or definitely it's a person. And they're not going to because no one's going to like hand La Pasqualita over and say, prove so-and-so right or wrong, you know, because they're making money. And they're selling $10,000 dresses instead of the $300 ones. Yeah. Yeah, no one's going to do that. So can we go to Chihuahua, Mexico, and you try on a dress right there in La Popular? Sure. And take a picture by her? No. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, and you know what I would do to you. I would put her hand on you. Don't break her arm off. That's how they found out Elmer was real. Well, and there you go. We Not only <laughs> did I scare the piss out of you, we <laughs> solved the mystery. It's a win-win, really. It would be a win-win because you'd be laughing so hard at me that you would piss yourself. Oh, 100. And then that would be a whole thing. <laughs> so I know that was short, but so many people have, like, honestly, I feel like I'm on TikTok and they're like, so many people have requested this and it's like <laughs> nobody at all. But seriously, I know that people have sent this in and I just could not find it because I was like, let me get ready to say all the names. And then it was like, where'd they go? Cricket, 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 cricket. I'm like, wait, what? But I don't know. I thought it was good because this one is like, Elmer was like definitely a person and this one's more like, is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it not? Because everything really is like just legend. Meanwhile, like she never existed. The mom never existed. Right. I couldn't hold on to a secret like that. We know. (laughs) Because, I mean, if you're like giving up the shop or you're on your deathbed, I'd be like, it's a lie. You know what I mean? Because you're not going to be making money off of it anymore. Well, that's a good point too, though, because you're literally saying that all of these people that like changed her and all of that kept a secret like that. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, did they all sign like non-disclosures? And like, how do you get that many people to keep that secret for that long? Right. Without somebody, I mean, because TBH, everybody has a price. Oh, for sure. So without somebody being like, hey, I'll pay your student loan debt off if you tell me the truth, you know? And they're like, okay, it's a mannequin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody has a price. So I feel like the truth would come out. Like there's no way that they could all keep that secret. But both sides, though. Why are there not more articles saying, no, she's a legit mannequin because I've done blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And vice versa. Like, we did have that one girl, Sonia, who was like, no, I think she's real. I don't know. I don't know either. The mystery is, ah. And y'all, when y'all see those hands, y'all tell me what you think. Donna's going to come lay hands on (laughs) y'all. Not those hands. Before we get on to my story with some continued valentine's love let's talk a little bit about self-love i'm talking about apostrophe okay you knew where i was gonna go with it and then you had to change it you said self-love and i was thinking some other kind of love no we're talking about skin care yeah 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 yeah. that i need me too me too so thank god for apostrophe (laughs) you know it's really been helping my skin though because i've been doing it at night in my routine and my skin is a lot softer. That's awesome. I really, really like it. And it's simple to incorporate in my routine. That is definitely what I need because look, I just started washing my face at night. So I need something that's going to be easy peasy for me, help my acne, help my rosacea and help my wrinkles. (laughs) I mean, 
you're not asking for much. I just need a new face. <laughs> just the skin. Like, you know, like Edgin, Edgin me a little bit. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, maybe they don't want to market it like that, but Edgin in a bottle. <laughs> but speaking of the bottle, okay, y'all, here's something else that y'all might not care about, but I love unboxing videos. I will watch them on TikTok, on YouTube. Wait, it's just like calming and I'm nosy as fuck. So I love to see what people get. It's your version of ASMR. It is, but it's not like that creepy soft talk. I do not like that. I don't like the creepy soft talk either, but I do love the... Oh, no. See that? Uh Uh-uh. Well, see, my unboxing videos don't have that. I'm sure you could find one for you, though. But I had my own little unboxing. You know, Marley, my dog, she watched me. But apostrophe, it came with a cute little postcard, some stickers that I could put on my bottle. And y'all know I love the stickers. And the best thing ever, I got to unbox it at home. I didn't have to do anything besides open my door when Marley barked because the mailman was there. And the best part is, too, is that this is actual dermatological face treatments because after you take your quiz online that's like super freaking easy, you have a phone call with a board-certified dermatologist. And so they help tailor whatever your package that you're getting is to your skin, your needs, again, whether it's acne, wrinkles, rosacea, that's all I can think of because it circles, involves Roman. (laughs) Yeah, and their sweet spot is acne. So we understand because like Carrie said, she has been dealing with it, having to wear the mask all the time. Well, the mask from, you know, what we're going through, but also... My CPAP mask, I think, is what's breaking my chin out so bad. Man, you better be glad you got somebody because if someone heard that, they'd be like, uh, swipe whatever way is. This bitch acted like she didn't just delete Tinder. She knows <laughs> swipe left. Okay, yeah. I have my, you know, I you know what? Swiping is very hard. Which it way's really which? Is. Yes. You see me with my camera in my living room. I can't figure <laughs> out. But what we can figure out is apostrophe because this shit is on the money. Yes, it's so simple. Seriously, it's simple. So if you go to apostrophe.com slash creep, you're going to save $15 off your first visit with your board certified dermatologist. So if you want to get started, like I said, apostrophe.com slash creep, you click begin visit and that's how you start like your questionnaire and all that. And then you just use the promo code creep when you sign up and then you'll get the first visit for five freaking dollars. That's apostrophe, A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash creep. And don't forget to use that code creep to get your dermatologist treatment plan for five dollars. Five dollars make me holla. Apostrophe makes me cream. Oh my God. <laughs> get it? Because it's skincare. Thanks. I get it. <laughs> and it's literally cream based. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's a facial. Uh, oh. Hey, I get a facial for Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. Well, it's Valentine's Day, and I wanted to continue with some Valentine's Day love, well-ish. So, my story is about Tiana Angelique Notice. So, Tiana was born February 4th, 1984, and she was born in Worcester, Massachusetts, and she was this, like, amazing talented, brilliant young girl. I heard on one podcast that she was so smart, she actually skipped some grades in like grammar school. And then her senior year of high school, she was doing like the dual enroll and taking college courses. She graduated from the University of Hartford with a degree in political science. And her mom was like, girl, you love to argue. Can you just go ahead and be an attorney? And she loved politics and she loved educating people about politics. So she actually founded this program at her school so that she could teach other students about government and get them involved in politics and government that way. Because it is when you don't understand it, you're like, I don't know what I'm voting for. Yeah, for sure. And I really feel like our school systems don't teach you like they teach you government, but it's just like... Okay, we have three branches of government. You know, like we don't really understand it and we don't really understand the things that we're voting on and what our legislation's voting on. Right. And so it's like we're set up for failure. So that's really cool. I think that she like taught people because when you can explain it in a way that people understand, they are more willing to like they buy into it and get involved. Yes, definitely. Tiana was born to her father, Alvin, and her mom, Kathy. 
and she had three brothers, Tyrone, Tyrell, and Christian. What is with Christian? I'm not sure because she's even a T. Yes. Poor thing. It's like my sister Casey. All of us are K's except for Casey. She's a C. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what in the world? Also, I just watched Encanto. And all I want to think about is we don't talk about Bruno, but like we don't talk about Christian because what the fuck? It was like T T T T T. Terror, terror, T T T. Oh God, I love. That. So her parents eventually got divorced, and she had a stepmother named Veronica and a stepsister named Natasha. And insert the beginning to every. 48 hours and all of those things. I mean, Tiana was beautiful, smart, talented. She was artistic and she loved music. She sang in the choir. She had all the friends. She wrote music and poetry. She was very like, it seemed to be very introspective. And expressive. Yeah, I am not those things. Me either. Unless you make me mad and then I'm going to express my anger (laughs) in a clumsy way and stomp off. And by that, I mean just walk. (laughs) Get it? Because I'm heavy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I agree. Because I also understand that. Tiana had a lot of participation in just like community events and organizations that were like philanthropic. So she was a volunteer at the Women's Center on campus. And this center helped promote like Eating Disorder Awareness Week World AIDS Day, like all of that just to bring awareness. Sorry, you said eating disorders. And that just reminded me, there's this lady on TikTok that I freaking love. She calls her followers tater tides. Her what? Her followers. What did I say? Followers. You didn't say like followers. You said followers. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know. Um, You're like, you looked at me like, okay, you said it right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she has like, the most soothing personality. I, I don't know. Like, oh, anyway, like I love her. But someone had commented, was saying that they had a hard time eating and they just haven't been doing it. They knew they need to. Would she eat with them? And so she made like a little meal, you know, and she just, you know, was talking about it's good to nourish your bodies. And she had a tomato and mayonnaise sandwich. And so she was like just showing and eating. And then like, she was like, okay, you take a bite. If you can't, like, I know it's hard, you know, whatever. And I don't know. And the person commented and was like, I only ate, like, I I can't remember, but it was like two carrots, like two baby carrots. And they're like, I know it's not enough, but like you helped me eat that. And I was just like, holy shit, that is so powerful. But even the people who were commenting, you know, were like, I didn't know how much I needed that. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that you felt like she was expressive, and she was, because she was one semester away from finishing her master's degree in communication when this story takes place. Man, she really is a go-getter. I mean, how does she have the time? I don't know. Well, in 2007, she's on MySpace. Oh, shit. And she meets this guy named James. And his whole name is James Carter II. No, not Junior, the second. Okay. Also, aren't J names not to be trusted? Isn't that what they say on TikTok all the time? It is what they say. So when they met, Tiana wasn't really looking for something serious because she had just gotten out of this long relationship. But she was like, cool, okay, fine. You know, because he had all the things on the MySpace. He was very settled in his life. He had a house. He had a job. He had a car. All the things. He wrote this on his MySpace? Well, they started talking. It wasn't like he was like, I mean, he wasn't like. Well, there are some people who put that on their dating profile. I'm just saying. So when you said he had all the things on MySpace. So I was like, did that man do what every other person? No, it wasn't like an episode of Lifestyles and the Rich and Famous. (laughs) He just was like, after they started talking, this is stuff about me. Yeah. Some stuff I read said he was in finance, but some stuff said he was an insurance salesman or an insurance agent. Can we normalize someone having the basic shit of their life together? Not being like, he's a good catch. No, you just have your basic life shit together. Right. Oh, you got a job? Cool. Oh, you got somewhere to live? Cool. Right. Oh, you got some form of transportation? Cool. Right. I mean, that should be basics. (laughs) Not like, damn, they had a good catch. Well, uh, come to find out all that stuff was a lie. So it didn't matter whether he was an insurance or finance or, well, anything. Was he even a junior or a second? But Tiana and him had already started this relationship And it wasn't until about five or six months in that she found out that he was actually on bail. 
What? Yes. And he was on bail for a domestic abuse situation against his previous girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. So, Tiana does some digging, and she realizes, like, whoa. He has quite a rap sheet. Like, assault, domestic violence, all the things. And she's like, um... Okay, yeah, this isn't going to work because he actually had to serve five months in jail. What? Because he had like, you know, he was out on bail, yeah. got convicted and had to serve five months in jail. So while all this is going on, Tiana's like, um, this isn't going to work for me. Yeah, that's a, yeah, lose my number kind of thing. Well, she tried. And when he got out of jail, he was not having any of that. He was pissed that she was trying to break up with him. So he started following her and showing up everywhere she went. She goes to the grocery store, he shows up. She goes to school, he shows up. Everywhere she goes, there's James. So Tiana ends up filing a restraining order against him because she's like, he's fucking like bugging me. And I don't, and that sounds so like, okay, he's bugging you. But like minimize because you're like, I mean, really? Yeah, he's just bugging me. But no, you're right. He's fucking stalking yeah. her. So she goes and she files a restraining order against him. Well, what does he do? He files one against her. What? He says that she punched him and then vandalized his car, like breaking his headlight in, all this stuff. She's like, I did not fucking do that. But it was his way of retaliating on her yeah. for taking this out on him. And I'm like, okay. So things started to escalate from there. Even though James had a restraining order out on Tiana, he has sending her emails. And they're very threatening emails. Like, quote, trust me, baby girl, you're going to lose everything. She goes to this to police to be like, help me. Like, I have this restraining order out on him. He keeps contacting me. And police are fucking doing nothing. Of course. They fucking tell her that the emails aren't threatening. Uh, They are. He's just smart enough to skirt around saying like, I'm going to kill you. Right. He's saying, like, you're going to lose everything. Uh-huh. Um, you're going to have bad luck. Like, okay. I mean, this isn't a Lindsay Lohan movie. <laughs> what the obscure Lucky 7 is that? Thank you. <laughs> then Tiana starts getting emails from someone named Jessica Banderas. And this woman says that she's James's ex-girlfriend and starts threatening Tiana in the emails. So Tiana takes these emails to the police station and she's like, look, I know these are James. Like, they're fucking James. And they're like, you don't have any proof, so there's nothing we can do. Man, stalking cases are so hard. I'm like, you can't see like... Like, the IP address that sent that. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's 2009. You can't tell me that you can't be like, okay, let's see where this email originated from. Oh, it originated from a coffee shop? Let's get some camera footage and see who was there. And, oh, there's James. Yeah. Come on. It's 2009. It's not like a pigeon carried it. (laughs) I know. They'll do all of this when she is hurt. And then they're going to go, oh, man. Like, we didn't know. Uh-huh. The timing of this next part, it was confusing on the different articles I found, and I listened to a couple of different podcasts on it. But from what I understand, at this point, James found out that she had gone to police about the emails, and he was pissed and pulled a stunt by filing another restraining order on her. And the purpose of this was so they both had to be in court at the same time. Wow. So he got to see her and when I read that part it just reminded me of that movie enough with Jennifer Lopez you remember how like when she was like going I think it was the the guy training her was like you know he's making you go to that court date because this is the time where he knows where you'll be and he can start telling you yes so when they go to court this time she takes the emails with her but they are they're like this isn't proof that it's him because They didn't know where it had come from because police had done zero investigation on these emails. But what ended up happening is the judge was like, you know what? I'm both granting you a six-month restraining order on each other. Go the fuck away. Right. There was this great website that's like literally the first thing that pops up when you Google Tiana Notice. So this next part, I only saw on this one website called Kylie's True Crime, which is where I got a ton of this information. They did such a good job of like putting it all together. And then it would be like, okay, yep. Oh, Kylie's true crime already had that. They already had like it was she they did such a good job. But on that site, it talked about how on January 31st of 2009, 
James went to the police station and was like, hey, uh, I have this flyer and it has Tiana's name, picture, her phone number on it. She sent this to me. What? Yeah, super weird. And it was, I think it just hit his way to be like, she violated the restraining order. Yeah. When she didn't. No, and why would she send you all of that? Like, don't you already have those things? Yeah. Her number, you know, but this just came to me is that it's like, he had no proof she sent that, but the police had no proof about the emails. However, you could literally get proof about the emails. Yes. But I love how, too, on that website, they said, but they investigated it anyway. Like, okay, well, maybe she sent these. Uh-huh. That they investigated because it came from him. Uh-huh. You know, a rational man. Tiana's like, I didn't fucking send that. And Tiana, of course, is like, I didn't fucking send that. Well, around this time is when the harassment kind of ratchets up. What? <laughs> Tell me you're dating Colby without telling me you're dating Colby. <laughs> ratchets up. Is that not right? I mean, I get what you're saying because like how I ratchet. Yeah. They, but I don't, I think people just say ramp up. Okay, that. <laughs> On February 7th, Tiana finds that all four of her tires have been slashed. Well, he could have just done three and she'd have to pay for all four. Tell me you're toxic without telling me you're toxic. <laughs> Well, no, I have heard that too. Well, but it's not from that. It's because I had those people who slashed my tires when I was like in a parking lot randomly and they only did three and those people tried to make me pay. But the car rental that I had, because yeah, it was a rental car. They tried to make me pay for all four of them. And I was like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I was like, I will leave it right here. And it wasn't in a great uh, area and I was like I'll leave it right here like uh uh-uh, uh cause that's what my mama told me to do <laughs> and it worked again tell me you're toxic no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah it worked so I only paid for three but which they, is bullshit but they tried to make me pay for four and that's so when I heard that on a TikTok I was like no that's true that is very true but it, somebody had to have thought that your rental car was someone else yeah oh for sure but it was like two other people got slashed or like something else with their tires oh then no it was just somebody being an asshole but mine was all three i was like what the fuck one thing i saw too said it was like if they slash all three and you just like slash your fourth so that it gets paid for like they'll compare like the puncture marks oh my god yeah so don't just be like oop boop and do the fourth because they'll <laughs> they'll compare oh my gosh also don't do that though because tires are freaking expensive that's the damn truth so at this point when her car is vandalized she can't prove it's james because how, like how's she gonna prove she didn't have you know there, she didn't have cameras and so when she tells her dad she's just like look this is what the fuck is going on i need help and alvin is like hold on And he installs some security cameras at her apartment. On February 13th of 2009, Tiana was at work when she started getting a bunch of different phone calls from James. Only this time, it was like, yes, because she actually had a witness and a co-worker to be like, no, 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 no. He fucking called. I know that was him. So she goes to take it to the Waterbury police in Connecticut because that's where she works but she lives in Plainville Connecticut which is where the restraining orders and all of that were filed when she gets to the police station she tells them what's going on and they don't believe her that she has a real restraining order can we normalize jurisdictions sharing information for sure and they put the responsibility on her they tell her to get the Plainville police to fax over a copy what like why would you not it's again it's 2009 pick up the goddamn phone and dial boop 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 hey you got a restraining order against this dude because tiana's here and says that yeah things are going south and he's calling her can you just verify this like that's all you got to do that's all you had to do that that one call could save a life you know exactly call could help not have like even if she doesn't die or whatever the trauma uh-huh of just not and and again it's like it's hard enough when you're in these domestic violence and um stalking situations to get people to believe you and especially when it's like well they're just calling you yeah but that's fucking scary as fuck yes. they know where you are when you're there they you know and it's like that really is terrifying and yeah. there's not enough like belief on how traumatizing like you said mm-hmm. that is for people 
it takes a lot to get people to actually report it. Exactly. Because they're like, hey, I don't want to take up your time and you might not even believe me, but this is happening. And then when they don't believe you, you're like, well, why did I even do this? Because it's just going to make him mad. Exactly. They just confirmed all my fucking fears. Yep. And like you said, now he's more mad. Yeah. Well, when she gets home, she finds a note from James on her door that says, Tiana, forgive me. I never cheated on you. If I'm lying, may God take my life. Forgive me for everything else I've done. Oh, my goodness gracious. James, of course she's going to. Not. Like, what the fuck? You think that's going to do it? Ugh. Bruh. But also, thanks, because you just violated the restraining order. Well, the camera wasn't recording. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It was full. Oh, my gosh. So, they had, like, no, like, there was not a video to, like, say, okay, hey, that was actually him. Oh, my gosh. And okay. there was. If you're going to have cameras, you got to have it where they're not taped over and they're not full. Well, it was it was 2009, so there wasn't like as many like cloud-based yeah. systems as there are now. I mean, hell, I don't even know if well, it probably did. I was going to say I don't even know if the iPhone had the iCloud yet cuz 2009s when I moved to Houston and I got my iPhone it was an iPhone 3 mm. within that first year of living there. So yeah. 2009, maybe 2010, and I don't think that had that did not have iCloud yet. Mm. So, you know, you can't buy a camera on Amazon like you can now and be like, oh, let me just get that cloud service. Right, for sure. I'm just saying for like nightclubs and everything else that gets taped over. Yeah, that's and true. And all of that. It's like, okay, if you're going to have the cameras, actually have them where it works in the benefit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but in this situation. Yeah. I mean, we definitely don't want to blame them. No. So on February 14th, 2009, Tiana goes to the Plainville Police Department. And she's like, can you please fax a copy of my restraining order to the whatchamacallit police department down the street so they can please go pick him up for breaking this fucking restraining order? And she's like, and also, here's a fucking note he left at my house last night that's in your jurisdiction. So can you please go pick him up? And they're like, well, I mean, we don't actually know that that's him. I mean, we, you know, like, let's like check his handwriting and stuff. Can you not do like a fingerprint, like sweep over that? Can we not just be like, hey, he's asking for forgiveness and all the things like it's fucking him. So instead of going and picking him up and arresting him for breaking the restraining order, the police call him. Oh my gosh. And tell him, hey, so Tiana came in and said that you violated this restraining order. Um, and if you violate that, we're going to have to arrest you. Oh my goodness. So he, of course, was like, cool, cool, cool. Thanks for the heads up. Right? So Tiana does her thing that day. Goes home later that night thinking the, that they're going to arrest him right. because he broke the restraining order. Well, they didn't. She goes home because she was going to get her laundry and go to her mom's house for the weekend. And the next thing we know is at 941, Tiana is calling 911 screaming, I'm bleeding to death. My ex-boyfriend stabbed me to death. Oh, my gosh. But this time, a neighbor actually heard the screams, came over, and saw James leaving. Wow. So what he had done was he had laid in wait for her to come home. Wow. Because the police had tipped him off that she had reported him. And she was he was like, we can't have this. So he goes over to her house with a knife and waits. And when she gets home, he attacks. He stabs her 20 times 20 times she has just enough in her to call 911 and then she passes out she makes it to the hospital but within two hours tiana dies oh my gosh so james is on the run at this point he does confess to his brother and his brother's partner i can't remember if it was like a girlfriend or a wife but his brother's partner but within three hours of the attack they had arrested james on october 2011 his trial began and listen to, listen to this shit. He was such a chicken shit that he would not be in there for like the reading of the verdict. And um, I think it was the victim impact statements. It was another part that he like would not be in there for because he was too chicken. Oh my gosh. But he was found guilty and sentenced to 60 years in prison. And that's the maximum that... Connecticut will allow for murder. The thing is, is that this all could have been avoided. In the six weeks that everything had escalated so much, Tiana had been to the police station 
33 times. Holy shit. She was doing every fucking thing right. Reporting this. Taking them the evidence. All the things. And of course, after she died, they were able to prove that those emails were actually not from a real person, but were actually from James. It's like, oh, now you investigate. When you're investigating a murder, Uh that deserves your attention. Okay, but you could have prevented this murder. Right. I'm surprised her family doesn't file like a civil suit. Well, they did. Go for it. They filed against the Waterbury and Plainville. They got $10 million from Plainville. And the Waterbury uh, settled outside of court. So we don't know how much that is. But her family has done such good with this money. So her dad is like in charge of her trust, in charge of all this money. Mm -hmm. And they started the Tiana Angelique Notice Foundation. And this foundation has done so much to toughen up the laws in domestic violence cases like they even got it to where in certain situations in Connecticut that the person that the restraining order is on has to wear a GPS system. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it alerts the person who filed the restraining order if they're within a certain perimeter of them. Because had that been in place for Tiana, she would have known he's sitting at my house waiting. Right. Let me go somewhere else. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. The foundation does a lot in the way of like scholarships. They also help install security systems in people's houses that have been in domestic violence situations. So they've really, you know, taken this tragedy that should have never happened and turned it into something positive. But there were like four different officers, two from each jurisdiction, that were found like negligent. Good. Because like with the emails, the officer that was like, these aren't threatening, he was found negligent and so was his boss because his boss never even looked at the emails. Wow. And just to be like, we don't really believe you have a restraining order. There's just so many steps where she's reporting stuff Mm -hmm. and they just did no digging. Like if you would have just done the bare minimum of digging, you would have found, oh, these emails are coming from James. Oh, that is, I mean, literally anything. There was like the night before or the the day of her murder that one officer did believe her and like increased patrols. But then I think it was that day. And then that night he was off and like nobody else did it. And that's when she was killed. Wow. But I mean, really, would they have seen him? Would they have, I mean, just driving around, you know? Right. No. And he was so angry and out to get her that just watching a patrol car drive by a couple of times, I don't think would have stopped him. Yeah. But it's like one person believed her, you know? Yeah. That is really cool though, that her parents are doing such good outreach and stuff because mm-hmm. that feels like what Tiana would be doing. Yeah. Cause she was, she was so involved in the community and volunteer work and all of that. And it, I mean, I don't know. It's just so sad too, because like, You know, when you hear stories about domestic violence, I think people get so hung up on how long it takes people to report or how can they stay in that relationship, yada, yada, yada. Well, this case wasn't that, which that's a whole nother can of worms that is fucking ridiculous because you don't ever understand someone's plight until you've you've lived it. Right. Especially when someone's threatening you and controlling your money and all the things. But in this situation, she was like, wait, there are red flags. He's going to jail for abuse he's doing this this is not good this is too much i'm gonna report him immediately right ended the relationship you know all the things and it's like she did from what i can find all the air quote right things Uh and she still wasn't safe yeah and it's like at what point do we start taking stalking cases seriously because it always escalates this way Mm -hmm. always yeah and it's so scary because it's like he knew where she was. He knew where she lived. He knew her, you know, everything. And it's like, she couldn't get away. She'd come home and there'd be a note. She'd have phone calls at work, all the things. And it's like every place where she should feel safe, she doesn't because he's violated it. Right. And it's kind of like when people have haunted houses and stuff and they can't, okay, well, we can't sell our house because all our money's in the house. Well, she can't uproot her entire life leave her job, move an apartment, move all the things because she's going to school. He knows where she's going to school. Yep. And even if she did all that, who's to say that would work? Because exactly. I really feel like there's been 
um, stories where people have done that and they just follow them. Right. So it's like, that shouldn't be on her. That should be on... no. No, I'm saying, but that shouldn't be on her. That should be on the police to protect her. Yeah. But it's like, what's a fucking restraining order? It's a fucking piece of paper. I know. It's paper that... It's a paper trail. Yeah. That's all it is. It's a paper trail so that whenever... Shit really hits the fan. We could say, she told you. Exactly. She warned you shit was going to happen. That's what's so sad. It really is just for when it escalates into whatever it's going to. You have the, what is it? The CYA stuff. Mm-hmm. You have your receipts. Yep. God, this is so sad. Just because she was on the brink of everything. You know, and just for those six weeks of being terrified of no one believing her. Of all of that. Like, even whenever her mom called, when they told her, like, we don't believe it's a real restraining order and all that, her mom even called. And they just belittled her. And she was like, if something happens to my daughter, this is on y'all. Yeah, it sure is. And And it was. Yep. And those motherfuckers settled out of court Mm -hmm. because they knew their shit was about to blow up. Yep. Wow. I'm really glad they got the civil suit, though, because... Oh my gosh. And it's like, you it's not about the money. It's about holding these people accountable for the shit job that they did that cost someone their life. And that's the thing. You know, it's one thing if, you know, I'm working in in literally anything and I'm like, you know, I'm kind of lazy today. I don't really feel like doing my job. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, hell, I don't feel like I finished all my patient care. You know what? I'm really not really feeling this paperwork right now. I'm going to leave that for tomorrow. That's a whole nother thing than you literally have someone's life in your hands. Yeah. You don't get a lazy day at work. Right. When you hold someone's life in your hands. Yeah. Gosh, it was sad. Why do we do such sad ones for Valentine's Day? Well, mine's always murder. So it's always going to be sad. (laughs) Well, look. We'll have a Galentine's Day because I'm pretty sure that Colby is still going to be on nights. Speak for yourself. I might have a date. Ma'am. You're right. It'll be me and you and Tiffany. No, what we're literally going to be doing exactly what we're doing right now. Recording because we that's the <laughs> night we record <laughs> Patreon and Sinister Sightings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll be working. Yep. Can we share a milkshake before? Ma'am. I'm just kidding. Don't make you us all like ugh, gargly. Oh, God. But you know I don't share a drink. Yeah, especially milk. Uh-uh. uh uh-uh. <laughs> No. Well, we hope that y'all have a fabulous Valentine's Day with or without a partner. That's right. Because remember, self-love, you don't need a club. <laughs> you just need some double-A batteries. <laughs> or a suction cup. Who knows? <laughs> That's true. Whatever you're into. Thank y'all so much for listening and supporting us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review on all the things. And remember, creep it real and, and don't, don't get, get scared. scared.